0: All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Triton Report. I'm your host, Brandon Gonzalez. Uh, we're getting here going again. You know, this week we're going to talk a little bit more about postseason. You know, last couple of weeks I feel like I've kind of hit the um, nail on the head or beat the dead horse or whatever you want to say it. when it comes to testing. You know, that whole thing is happening. It is um, coming to an end here. You know, Cal- uh, California releases their updates every every Tuesday. And, you know, by all metrics and everything looking like Orange County will pop into that oran- that yellow tier, which is the minimal tier, um, we're currently at 1.8 uh, per hundred thousand. that has to continue for two weeks so this would be the end of our second week and you know lord willing then boom we're done we're in yellow testing will stop that's what we're hoping for here at pacifica we're gonna have some conversations about it obviously so we don't just make a crazy decision but based on everything and the metric i mean our positivity rate numbers are it's like one percent almost less than one percent um you know per per Hundred thousand and then one point eight per case per hundred thousand. So, anyways, uh, L.A. County has been in it for a couple weeks now. Looks like the you know Orange County and a few other counties here are going to be jumping into the L tier shortly. But today we're going to talk about kind of postseason. Postseasons are often running. Brackets are being released. Uh, you know, pretty much, almost every other day it feels like. You know, right now you have your soccer world. They're heading into quarterfinals. I know. I think even. Division 7 for girls soccer, it looks like they might be going, coming up to semifinals. Girls tennis, our Pacifica Christian girls tennis program is in a quarterfinal matchup today. They're driving out to Beverly Hills. They already kind of left. Good luck to you girls out there. Um, you know, get the W, you know, get us to a semi. That is their inaugural year. Um, boys volleyball, also boys tennis bracket. So things are going, but we want to talk about a few things. The questions that I've, I've gotten lately are how are tickets working, um, one, what are coin flips? <laughs> a lot of people are like, "How do we know for home or away?" And then what's a coin flip? What does that mean? And then, and then, two, how do the wild cards and brackets and some teams have buys? What does that look like? So we'll try to get that here, you know, as quickly as we can. So let's start with let's start with coin flips. That's pretty, that one's pretty simple. So Pacific Christian Girls Tennis, we were on the road our first game. When you're on the road your first game, you automatically um, would host your next match if your next match was against a team that hosted or had a home match, if that makes sense. If, for whatever reason, Pacific Christian is playing a team that was away their first round, then there's a coin flip, and the coin flip is to determine who's home, who's away for the, both those teams. So essentially, if you if two teams hosted, they would do a coin flip to see you know who they would play uh, at each other's sites. If two teams traveled, they would see to play who was at each Flip a coin to see who would play at each other's sites and then if uh, in the case for pacific christian you know we hosted a second round matchup we were away the other team was home and then it kind of you know sorts itself out that way so coin flips you can find those on the cif southern .org. they happen for every sport coin flips typically take place the day before that match happens so you would know if say like today for girls tennis we would already know our next kind of home or away matchup in the semis. If we were hosting, if we were traveling, coin flips take place a day before, and that's for all our sports. Sports. So, boys' volleyball, we know we have a match today. If we win or tomorrow, sorry, if boys' volleyball wins their first round playoff match, we already know we would host the next round because they're away, and and then the next round, both we would we would play the team that wins that one, um, would be a home match for us. So that's coin flips. Um, the next thing would be brackets and wild cards. Brackets and wild cards. So essentially, uh, there's a there's a guarantee of how many teams make the postseason. So 32 teams. Let's just say soccer, basketball, tennis, you know, volleyball. 32 teams go to the postseason. If there are more than 32 teams, in a sense, if there's more guaranteed spots from leagues that get to go, then they have what's called the wild card round. So it doesn't mean you didn't finish first, second, or third in your league. It just means that there were more teams that qu- automatically qualified. Therefore, they take your lower seeded team. So if you finish third in the league you probably play a fourth-place team that qualified or a third-place team, you do this wild-card round. And then from there, you move into the first round and the second round and so on and so forth. So some brackets have them. Um, some brackets don't. I know a question I had was how come in Division I uh, boys, uh, was it Division One girls soccer, uh, one team it looks like they had to buy the first round. Well, that's because then there wasn't enough automatic qualifiers. Therefore, the highest-seeded team gets a first-round buy. So if you see buys, it means there's not enough automatic bids um if you see a wild card round then it means there were more than enough automatic bids and that's kind of how wild cards work so uh some teams you know they are wild card doesn't mean they're a bad team it just means they could come from a really good league right so there are some leagues that are just stacked so no matter if you're a wild card or a first round team like you're you're playing a really good opponent and um so don't don't underestimate the wild cards just cuz they're called wild card doesn't mean it's not a good team in there um, and then we'll go to co, uh, the, the Playoffs issue. What's going on. So ticketing, when it comes to playoffs for ticketing, usually what has happened, CIF would open up their office, different ADs and different administrators would go to about five or six different sites to go pick up rolls of tickets, let them know how many tickets they're going to bring or how many they need to host at their gym, sign out of them and so on and so forth. So people would buy tickets at the door. Well, now everything is virtual. So every, every playoff match that is a, gym sport um and then when you get to the finals for outdoor sports like soccer and water polo and whatnot um or lacrosse i should say um but those those sports now all are going to be um ticketing for them is all going to be done virtually through gofan um website and what that is is cif now so for example boys volleyball our team is away the host school which is anaheim high school is now working with GoFan. GoFan sent them links and us links as away teams and all our community now needs to buy those tickets for that game through the link. We already sent the link out to our families. We sent it out to our players. Um, but but now there's no more essentially buying tickets at the door. There's no more going to CIF's office or their locations to pick up tickets. Everything will be done virtually Every new, um, every new round is a new link. So, you know, like Pacific Appearance, if you're listening, that volleyball link that you got last night will not be the same link for the next round. You will get a new email, new links, um, and they're all different. It's all based off of your school, um, the gym's capacity. So, for example, Anaheim High School can seat about 2,000 students, 2,000 spectators. So th- with COVID rules and regulations, blah, 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 break it all down, we get 260 tickets, they get 260 tickets. Do the math and find out the percentage on that one. Um, but essentially, about 500, um, you know, fans could come and watch that boys' volleyball game. If they get 500 fans of that volleyball game, that'd be sweet. Don't think they will, but if they did, you know, kudos to them. Um, so that, that's kind of how this ticketing will work. So if you're like thinking about going to scout a game or just going to watch a volleyball game because Harvard and CDM are playing or whoever, um, it may be a little bit more difficult. You may be able to get a virtual ticket at the door. There'll be a QR code you can probably scan. Um, you can search some websites to see if there's you know tickets out there open to the public. But for now. Every school is going to get a direct link that they send to their community, and only their community can really sign up um, ahead of time for those matches. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. You know, our our gym is not a 2,000-seat gym. It's probably about 400 on a good day. So we'll have to submit how many we can hold and and how many teams can bring, and and we just kind of go from there. So that is the GoFan kind of ticketing that's taking place. If you had questions on that, I know a few people were asking, where can I buy tickets? our schools live streaming, you know, most schools probably won't live stream the playoff games either. They don't have the capacity, but CIF also owns rights to those postseason games. So, um, you know, it's a couple hundred bucks, I think to stream a game now, just for the broadcasting rights. So who knows if schools will do that. It, I think the NFHS network has priority. If you are already NFHS schooled, then you should be able to do it for free. Um, you don't have to pay an additional fee, but, um, don't plan on a lot of your games being live streamed unless it's, you know, kind of a premier game. If it's, you know, a, a division final or something like that. I know Fox tends to pick up some of those high school prep, um, prep games there. Uh, the last, I guess, thing I'll leave you guys with is I've had a question, a few on what is the calendar for next school year looks like. Go to CIF org. go under their resource tab, and you'll see a thing that says calendar. It'll tell you everything you need to know for the upcoming school year. And what I mean by calendar, guys, is when your start dates are, um, as far as first competition for our fall sports, for our, our, our winter sports, sit-out period dates. So if you are a transfer student transferring schools and you played this last year, you'll be able to go in there and see every sport. Okay, if I'm a volleyball player, um, you know I come in, here's my first game, here's when my sit-out period's done, and then I can you know, start playing games, so on and so forth. It also has the playoff um, dates, post, postseason dates on there. So you can, you know, start planning your fall, winter, springs. All that calendar stuff is very helpful um, for those of you that like to plan. I know Pacifica, we're already working on um, finishing our, our winter scheduling for next school year and looking at the spring because, you know, we gotta we got to get those things sorted out. So uh, that's an update here. You know, we talked again a little bit about coin flips and brackets, wild cards, playoffs, and, and getting your tickets. Um, yeah, hopefully everybody's you know, having fun finishing the year well. You know, be safe out there, guys. Like us on uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, you, you you name it. Get on there. Give us a like. Um, yeah, talk to you guys soon. Go Tritons.